Welcome to the Real Life Girl Talk podcast with your founder and host, Sarah Thomas, and her beautiful co-hosts, Rebecca Mars, Sarah Williams, and Renal Kello. Sarah and the girls will be sharing their experiences, perspectives, and true thoughts on the ups and downs of real life, love, wellness, womanhood, and everything in between. We want you to know that it's not always easy out there, but we can promise you that you're never alone. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello! Happy 2022. Ooh, this is our first episode of the new year. Um, and I'm so excited. And I, at first, so first of all, today's guest is Rebecca Mars. Say hello. Hello, I'm here. Happy new so, year. Happy new year. Becca and I were originally scheduled to um, record this on like December 31st or something. And um, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do it. I don't want to put the pressure on the holidays. I was in St. Louis. Um, I don't want to do it. And guess what? We're recording our first episode um, after the first week of the year, and it is okay. And I actually just put something in my story on my personal Instagram recently about it is okay if you don't start on January 1 with everything. And I know we're going to dive into all of that shortly here. Um, but so yes, here we are, we are starting. This is our new year for the podcast. Um, I have a lot of goals for the podcast in specific. Um, one of them being that I want to try to step back and let the co-host co-host with me and not have me lead all of the episodes. So I am learning how to step back and let the other girls, um, kind of run the show equally. So, um, I'm excited about that. And I know we have a ton of good stuff planned for the year. So, um, I'm so happy that you guys are listening now and I, I just can't wait to see where 2022 goes. Um, without further ado uh becca welcome how are you what's up oh good i was gonna say okay now stop talking i'm gonna take over like all that being said let's roll reversal or whatever it is um yeah here we are 2022 yeah it's i'm with you on all of that and it's i haven't seen your story yet but absolutely like yes to just starting whenever you need to i've kind of like started to use this whole month And earlier I have a friend actually mentor of mine who she has COVID right now. And she's like, I'm like, here's the start of my year. I'm going to have to start next week. And I was like, well, actually I haven't done all of my clothes out of 2021, which was what our last chat was about was like ending 2021. And it's like, it's all good. And we were just chatting, like it's just begin again, you know, and it's a motto that I use all the time. And I get that people want to like start the new year with goals and resolutions or whatever, but I also think that it's so important to like take the pressure off of day one. Like you just don't know. And some people were faced like with all sorts of crazy weather. And I know I had another friend who was sharing how she was like, had her stuff all ready to go in the car. And then she locked her keys in the car. So like on day one, it was like, she couldn't get to the gym or whatever it is that she wanted to do. And, you know, stuff happens. And so to first, just like, remember that you can always start over. So Yeah. Are you setting resolutions? Like what's your whole practice this time of year? So this is my very first year that it's different than usual in the past. Um, my husband and I have always made, um, like very detailed lists of our individual goals, our goals, um, 
as a family and then like fun goals. So like, we've always had like this list, we tape it on the back of our bedroom door. Um, we talk about it throughout the year, but this year we kind of looked at each other like a couple weeks ago and we were just like, I don't have a lot of big goals. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, we don't have, I mean, I have goals. Like I'm going to have goals. I'm a goal driven person. But for the first time, it was like, I'm very content. We have very good plans in place. We started like some very good plans with our finances and our future um, a couple months back. So that's already in play for us. Um, and I'm where I want to be. And we're doing, I feel great in my health and fitness. And, you know, I do have some small things that I'm kind of like taking to the next level. But to answer your question, this is my first year that I don't have like hardcore written out. Let's do it goals. Yeah. Awesome. How's it feel? I mean, weird. I feel so weird about it, but also like very free. Yeah. It like makes like listening to you talk makes me think of a couple things of first, just how goal-driven really our culture is. And so for some people listening, they, I'm sure people are connecting with you in that of like, but that's what I do. I set goals and I'm always like trying to get to the next place. And I think a lot of high achiever people will say like, that's how they got to be high achievers is that they didn't stop. They just like kept reaching for the next thing. And I think there's some, I heard it recently. Um, God, what, what's the football player, Tim Brady, Tom Brady, <laughs> Tom Brady, <laughs> but it was like, you know, what's your favorite ring or something, or what's your, and he's like the next one. And I know that there is that mentality of people like him, um, stellar athletes or whatever. It's like, they are always thinking of the next championship, the next, whatever. And okay. Like, I think there's a season for that. And, you know, guess what else Tom Brady does? He sits back with Giselle, you know, and just like chills. So Maybe you're in a season where it's time to like set the goal and look to the next ring, but maybe it's time to just chill and like appreciate what you have, because also we all know life is so precious and like it could all end like that. And so if you're not appreciating all the, the goals you've set and met, like, then what are you doing? What <laughs> like, are you I doing think for? So many people aren't even like living the present life that they have worked so hard to create half the time. And especially for you, like you love where you are. And I think that makes a ton of sense that you're kind of like, uh oh, what do I do? Well, okay, like maybe we'll do some small things, but just enjoy the heck out of your new life. Yes. So maybe that is the goal, right? To be content mm -hmm. with where we're at. My husband is constantly and bless him for it. I am so lucky that he is the way he is, but, you know, looking at new houses and looking at the next thing. And, you know, um, I love that so much. And, and obviously we're not in our forever home. I don't even, we'll never have a forever home. Like that's not who we are. But um, I'm like, dang. I like where we're at right now, you know, and he's like, Oh, I know me too. Me too. But like, can we just like really like soak this in for a little while? Like we're we've made it to like this. We have been, this has been number one on our list for so long. And now it's like, Oh my gosh, we get to like, enjoy it. So, well, what are your goals though? Yeah. Well, I think part of that too, is just like nervous system conditioning. And the more I learn about the nervous system, it's like, we just get so programmed to like be in that kind of rat race feeling in our body. And so it's like, even out of our mental control half the time, where we're just like, so used to just like going for the next thing, going for the next thing. And we've been in this survival mode, especially in these last couple of years. So that's part of that fight or flight response in the body is just like constantly be like going, like literally fight, flight, freeze. We're like flying through and running, running, running. And like, let's get to the next thing. And, 
Uh, I mean, I'd like to think, although sure there's still stuff going on, there's never not going to be stuff going on, you know, around the world. And so if, if people are at a place where they can like chill for a minute to just like savor that, I think it's so important. And it's, it's healing on our, on our systems to just like, remember, we don't have to be going all the time, but yeah, I'm, I'm never really a resolution person. I'm guessing probably at some point I like use the word resolution, but I can't remember the last time I did that. I've been doing the closeout practices that we talked about last month in December, and I still have not done my big planner review. So I will set aside time first. So part of me is like not even in 2022 yet, because I don't feel like I have fully done what I want to do. I also know I'm a little silly with endings where I draw them out longer than they need to. So part of me knows I just need to like, maybe I won't even do my journal review, but I do want to, cause I have these paper calendars and I go through and do this whole little thank you. And yes. And like, look at the highs and the lows. And I know I want to do that. So I'm going to do that. And probably this week and then start to play with a word of the year. So I've just, I think my friend Sandra or business coach I worked with actually years ago, Emily, um, had us do a word of the year. So for the last hmm, four or five years, I did a word of the year. And last year, I don't think I decided on one to like May, April or May. So it is something that I don't know if I'll decide on one this month, but I try to go by feeling like how I want the year to feel versus what I want to accomplish. So what was last year's? So last year I ended up with, um, glorious and I was a little embarrassed because I'd been through just so much of a crazy, I can't remember the year before that 20 or 2019. Oh, it was like, this is, I don't know if I've ever said this publicly. Maybe I've said it in a podcast, but freeing my fierce feminine or like fierce feminine. Um, and so it was just that time for me to really step into what fierce felt like. Cause I'm pretty laid back. And although it's there in all of us, I definitely wasn't like bringing that part of me to the surface. So that was 2019 made some big moves that year. And then it was quite a year. Um, well, gosh, what is this year? We're in 2022. So 2020 was the fierce femme and that definitely fit in as we faced COVID and all this stuff. And then my personal life. And then last year was glorious, but there's that Macklemore song called glorious. And it's something about the lyrics in there. Like we made it through the storm that I'm glorious, a chance to live again or something. So that inspired me. Yeah. (gasps) Um, So that, and then the definition of glorious is something around like just being in your shine or something. And I was a part of me. I reached out to a couple of friends that were in that coaching group who, who knew me really well. I'm like, I don't know, like a part of me like feels like I'm not worthy of this word glorious or like the definition was, was so like, like you are shiny and radiant and all this stuff. And so there was a little bit of this like self-worth thing that came up. So I didn't really publicize it as much, but that was my word last year. And this year I haven't, I don't know. Yesterday I thought of something, but um, I'm not going to announce anything yet. Cause I'm not there, but I, I sent it out in my newsletter this week. And it was, I also encourage people to like, try the word on set an intention. Think of how you want the year to feel like, imagine yourself moving through this whole year, you know, what sort of energetic quality or feeling state. And that's what a lot of, you know, those types of people, it's like finding your core desired feelings for the year. And, and then the goals will fit into that. So I've really found that it doesn't hold me back at all. If anything, it's nicer to have this bigger umbrella of feeling or like a word And then the goals at some point, I'm going to look at each quarter and like do something a little more strategic, but it works for me. What do you think about that? So, uh, so the word is so, um, I've heard that for years now, like your word of the year. So I've never, I've like, I was just looking when we decided this was going to be our topic. I um, was looking through my old list 
that me and my husband make. And I saw that I had some words like, so it was like there for me, but nothing that I ever looked back on again. Um, so how do you keep it like present throughout the year? Do you have it like written somewhere or on a piece of jewelry or something mm-hmm. or? Yeah, you can do all of it. I think I started writing it at, on the front page of my paper planner, wherever mine is now, like I always have a paper planner. So I know I have done that in the past and I think different people would find different ways, but I definitely, you could totally get it on a bracelet or something. I think that's an awesome idea. Um, and then I, gosh, I can't remember the year, like what the word was, but then I got a Starbucks mug. I think around up, up level was maybe one of the first words that I ever chose to use. And so to me, that symbolized like getting gold stuff. So I got like a, a nice Starbucks ceramic that was gold. And so every time I used it, I was just reminded like, this is my up level. And so just even little things like that, or, you know, it could be a piece of jewelry. It's like whatever works, but yeah, I definitely encourage like having those little visuals, but it could be so many things. You could write it on a post-it note, put it everywhere. Um, but yeah, last year, I don't think I really did too much. I just sort of let it linger, but it definitely helps me. It just feels like I'm being held by the word. And if I'm ever like, okay, well, what am I even doing this year? What, where do I go right now? What do I work on next? And that word will tie in somehow. And it's like, oh yeah, that's reminding me of how I want to feel, or that's like the energy I want this year to encompass or like be rooted in. So I yeah. think that you have motivated, inspired me to, <laughs> um, do this so and keep it present and keep it in the forefront of my brain whether I write it in my office or whatever it is um but I think that what my main word goal intention whatever is going to just be like essentially slow down um be not just present but like grateful and just like slow. I've always, you know me, I've always been in this mode of hustle and go and like, it's been the theme of like my business at times. And like, that's just like what my brain has always been. And for the first time I have stepped, I more than stepped back, I have shut down my business and I am just working a regular job from home. And I just, for the first time, feel like I want to just slow down and be present in life. I don't even know what that feels like to not constantly be creating and working and any free time I have, like researching, learning. Um, and I'm, I may find that after, you know, a few months from now, I may not like it. It may not be for me, but for right now, I want to try to do that for myself. Yeah. That's awesome. That's mindfulness. Yay. Yeah. Like being present. And I love that for you. And I think so many people can relate to just because that's so common and, and again, like our culture and the U S and just like going nonstop. But I mean, I think part of that is just the fact that people are, it's shifting though. Like the reality is I was seeing the other day of how many people are now like working from home and they're not having to like speed to work. I mean, life has changed like, and everyone's connected. So everyone's feeling this, this shift right now of like, wait, okay. I used to be like that, but now that's not the way anymore. And I don't necessarily want it or need it. And, and that's cool. And you might, okay, that sounds great right now. And then a couple months from now, a party might be like, I'm ready to go. Like, I want to like start three new projects and this and that. And if it feels inspired and good and coming from a healthy place then do it, like, I think sometimes people get so caught up in these resolutions and goals and they think they can't change them. It's like, <laughs> right. You can do whatever you want. It's your life. No one is in charge of you, but you, you can yeah. change your word of the year if you need to like, And I started thinking like so much about this topic um, this week, like 
why are why do people set these resolutions like what is it is it just something that people think they're supposed to do at the new year and then just like with my words is it written down and then forgotten a few weeks later um and why do we feel the need to even do that or I just don't understand necessarily and I love the new year I love it so much I love it more than the holidays like so much more you know that about me like why why do some people have the same things on their resolutions every single year and then not move forward with it? What do you think that is? Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. I think it's a great question. And I think, I mean, just thinking of folks, because what are the top ones? Like lose weight, get healthy. And I think part of that's just the twisted way that it's become, like I was talking to John the other night about it, like a meme I saw where it, when you're eating healthy, people call it a diet, you know, it's like, Right. It, we've just gotten to this place where our health is so not right, <laughs> like just generalizing here. And so I think it does become at some point, this urgent feeling in people to like, quote unquote, get healthy. But then they think that it's just this temporary thing, just like we've heard for years around like all these diets and why they don't last because people aren't looking at it as a lifestyle change. So then I think we just kind of, we, again, like collectively speaking, or just run ourselves into this hole, like halfway through the year, all of a sudden, then we're just like barely getting by through the holidays and then there's this feeling like of just knowing deep down like that we can do better. And then it's like that time when everybody talks about it. So then it's just like this great refresh, restart. But I think until people realize that so many of the things they, those standard resolutions, the, just those common ones, especially around health or whatever, they're like things that I think could probably be just implemented into your life and realize it's not just this one thing to obtain just because it's like a goal. It's something to just slowly let creep into your life and become your life. I don't know. That's, I hadn't really thought of it till now, but I agree. Yeah. It's weird. And I don't know. Listeners, you can let us know what you think. Are you setting new resolutions or goals or intentions? I mean, I think you could use whatever word and it's all kind of that same thing of like starting fresh. And I I'm with you. Like, I love the part of the new year where there is this motivation. And I do feel like so many people, they can feel that and they like want that fresh start. And I know so much is in the holidays, whether it's a heaviness of whatever, a family stuff or heaviness of like just indulging or just that bustly, like buying presents and all the things and people are just needing like a, a breath. And so then here comes new year's and it's sort of like the exhale from the holiday season. And so with that comes like that desire to do something like inspiring for themselves, but I don't know. I don't know the tradition, like where this all started either. Like who started the whole thing yeah. of, we should have done a little research maybe, but it's like, like who started this? Like, what if we just let it be January one? Like, why do we have to, like, you can always like, why is, why is that? Just because why not? Calendar? Why don't we write a red? Well, we do. Right. So, I mean, that is something new that I, that not new, but something that I've seen more and more over the past few years, every month, people write intentions. I love that. What you want to check in every month, you want to start over. You want to, you need to review your goals. If you find that you have the same goal on your list every year and you don't feel that you are working towards it, but it somehow is always at the top of your list, for example, weight loss or get healthy or get to the gym more or do more yoga or meditate, all these things that are on everybody's list every year. What's it going to take for you to do it? You know, mm -hmm. like you don't just have to write it down. What's your plan here? 
you need to check in on the first of every month and reevaluate and get back on track, that's fine. Every Monday, whatever, every Thursday, whatever day it is, like, what is it that you need to do it? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that kind of makes me think, I'm picturing like sort of a, a fork in the road thing here. And so for some people, it's probably really healthy right now to forget the whole resolution thing and just live or relax. Or like, if, if you feel like you're at a, a calm place in your life, just like be in the calm place because we know something else is going to happen. But then for other people, they might have that really like that motivation. And then here comes your question of why are like, what's your plan and how are you going to do it? And so then laying out those steps. And I don't know, for me, I think I always talk about the nervous system because I'm studying it so much lately, but it, there is like this thing of freeze mode where people get overwhelmed or they don't, they're kind of stuck in this pattern within where their brain can't figure out why they can't take action steps towards a goal. But it's because, I mean, the, the word trauma is used a lot, but it is, it's from things in their past where their nervous system has had to do a certain thing, probably shut down in a certain way. And I know I faced that for years where I had all these great ideas and I just couldn't act on them. So you know, there is an, a thing where I, I think a lot of people out there listening, like if you're hearing this, do know that it's not your fault too. So we're not here. I know, I know that's not what either of us are saying of like, why aren't you doing it? But, you know, getting curious enough to ask yourself that, like, what is going on? Is it something like out of my, like, where you feel like it's out of your control where like for me for years, it was like, why can't I just get over this hump of action? And it was something that was a lot of some things that were just from my childhood and just programming that I needed to change. So like working with a somatic therapist really helped that. But at That's the same time, say. then there's, huh? I was going to say, so yeah. you, it sounds like it was on your list for a long time. And then eventually you found somebody to help you, right? A yeah. professional, somebody specialized, yeah. you invested in yourself to figure out what's going on and how can you break through? And, you know, yeah. if you look at the same goal long enough, you know, do that inner work and figure out what it is. And, and if you can't quite figure it out, then maybe it's time to actually invest in somebody then, and, and it's hard, I know, and it's expensive and whatever it, it may be anything on, on your list. Um, but maybe it's time if you're listening mm -hmm. and, and it's been on your list for a long time, maybe it's time. Yeah. And just like, like you said, like asking yourself, why, I mean, maybe you really don't want it bad enough, or maybe like, I definitely, I mean, I speak from experience, but of like those repeating repeated goals, sometimes it's just like out of routine. I'm like, well, of course I still want to like get in the best shape of my life. But then it's like, wait, do I? And there have been points where I'm like, actually I don't anymore. Or like lately, even around what I talk about, because I'm studying all this nervous system stuff and trauma healing and like the same old, same old body, mind, soul. Yeah. I love it. But it's like, I've said it so long that I just stopped myself the other day. I'm like, I'm kind of bored by this. So like asking yourself with your goals, like, actually, am I kind of bored with this? Is this something I even want? Is it just me saying this? Cause it sounds good. Everybody else is saying it. So I don't know. And like with goals, I mean, I know we both have our gym background and like how many people come into the gym and they might have the goal, but then what do you think's like the top reason why people quit the gym by March or April? You know, it's like that standard drop-off time. Is it, do you think it's cause they like, do they not really want it? I mean, I think I saw a lot of people really wanted it, but do you feel like there is something to like what you're saying around having a plan or is it like failed motivation or like, what do you think just from what you've, you've noticed through all these years being in the gym? Yeah. Well, it's going to be a little tough love, but I like, I don't think enough people want it as badly as they think they do. And if you're listening and I 
poked you. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I am sorry, but I have worked with so many clients in person online over the last decade plus. Um, and some people just don't want it. And my question is, and always, if you work with a coach, whatever kind of coach, like one of the first things they ask you should be is like, why do you want this? Why do you want to lose 10 pounds? Why do you want to get stronger? Why do you want to, you know, get abs or whatever your thing is that you want? Like, do you have a real reason? Or is it just because you just think like you had just said, like, of course, I want to be in good shape. Like, of course, that should be something on my list. But like, why is it? I found it really um, inspiring over the last few months, I think, as my focus shifted on my socials um, to following different people, like stepping out of the competition world and into women's health and things like that. Um, I have found some pages that are women that are just proud and happy with their bodies. They move, they do like 30 minutes of movement, uh, you know, four or five times a week when it feels good, what feels good, they nourish healthy. Um, and they just are happy with their bodies where they're at. And it's like, is that, are you one of those people? Are you moving? Are you eating healthy? Are you taking care of yourself? And are you feeling pretty good? Then why do you care? What, like, what is it? You want to fit in a size, you know, medium? Why do you really, what is like, I just, I just people, I don't think that they really want it enough to actually do what it takes to get there. And it's not easy, especially if you want to really take it to the next level. And I think I've had that conversation with you in specific many times, like people listening, going from fit to fitter. Why you want to do that? You want to give up your glass of wine with your boyfriend? You want to, you know, give up a mango, like stuff like that, that I remember having conversations with you about like, you sure you want to do this? What's the reason? Like you're already fit what is it, you know? And so like, I think some people need to step back and like really think about what it is that they want and why, why they want it and what they're willing to do to get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Preach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about how many times there's only been maybe a couple or two or three through the years, probably more than that, but, um, of asking me, asking you and just really having to face that. And I don't think it's wrong to even think like, well, I want to be in the best shape of my life physically speaking, because I mean, for me personally, I love exercise and movement and I know that I haven't ever totally gotten to where I thought I could. And yeah, it's like to drop the pressure though. Cause I just think more and more, we've all seen it happen where people overdo it and then it's like, it backfires. So it's like and finding you aren't that my only person, I mean, <laughs> I can guarantee you there are other people listening right now. I have like, there is like 10 to 20 females that contact me, multiple, <laughs> the same people you're listening right now. I know you are and ask me the same questions. And I'm like, why are you back? Like, what is it that you want? You, you know how to do this. You don't need me. You're already good where you are. Like, so anyways, I just, I think, you know, thinking of resolutions and everything. And maybe this is just my new me. Like <laughs> it's okay to be where you're at. And, you know, on the flip side of that, if you really do have a goal and you really are ready and you want to do it, I support you a thousand percent. Let's do it. You know, like dig deep, make those decisions, drop the wine, drop the, you know, track your food, do what it takes. I support you 1000% because nothing feels as good as when you reach those levels. I will tell you that, but I'll also tell you (laughs) that it's temporary (laughs) and Mm -hmm. 
it is it is temporary and then you got to find some place that you're happy with so mm-hmm. I just yeah well I think the the big takeaway there is just connecting with your why and that's nothing new I mean you can hear that in business talk and leadership talk and all that but it's so true and I same like when I was in St. Louis personal training more that was like on the questionnaire and I really that I think that's where I first learned that the importance of it where people would come in and they trained us as trainers like here's what you go through with people and you ask them why until they give you a legit reason why you don't just take I want to lose five pounds because I want to lose five pounds and it's like but why but why and it annoys the heck out of me because I've had friends do that to me with coaching too, or like, what's your niche, you know, who do you, and why, you know, what's your purpose in doing this, but why, but why, but why, and like have asked me why probably 20 times until I still probably, I can think of this one situation. I still couldn't come up with a good answer. So it's then just really like letting it sit for a minute. And until you come up with something that feels like rooted in your core being, like not coming from your head, because a lot of that is just regurgitated stuff. And like on your note of just why people come in and do this stuff. I mean, it's like the subliminal marketing messaging that we've grown up with of skinny models and all of that. And, you know, Instagram and just how unhealthy so much of that is. Luckily, I think there is like a, it's shifting slowly, not as quickly as I wish, but there's more of those accounts that you're mentioning. And I think you do have have to like search and But it's like, finally, though, it's time to just promote health. And there is, I mean, I can get a little picky, though, with some of it, too. It's like, you still need to, like, make sure you're healthy. You know, I want you to feel good in your body. But yes, there's still, like, this borderline of, you know, are, are you healthy? Like, you still need to move. You still mm-hmm. need to nourish. There's so many things that you need to do beyond just, yes. And, and I totally agree with you on that. Oh, my God. I was watching. <laughs> I was not watching. It was on the TV. Um because I like keep it on the news when I'm working at home, like local news. And um, Dr. Oz came on and they, I'm not going to get into this, but they were, <laughs> it was this whole thing of them going across the country, finding the best chicken sandwiches at fast food restaurants. And I was just like, why is this on? Why is this on? And why is this on Dr. Oz? And isn't he like a doctor and health focused? And like, he's a sellout whenever don't get me, don't get me started. But like, yeah. but Anyways, you still have to be healthy and you have to take care of yourself. Yes. Yeah. And there's still like this, just back to that, that meme of, you know, it's like the, the lifestyle that we now think is like, it's a diet to eat healthy. Like, are you kidding me? Like we're so far off from like, what is true health? So this time of year, although it might sound like a good idea, like make all the changes, like you said, but it's like, oh my gosh, like what if you could forget everything that has been thrown at you through commercials and marketing and really just like ask yourself, what is true health? Like, let's be real here. Like, look at animals, look at nature, look at planet earth, look at, and then look at humans. And like, especially here in the U S it's, you know, I go on in the past, like going on vacation and seeing people from other countries, our country, the U.S. is just, it's a little skewed. We'll say that, but, um, and I will say on this topic that, um, listeners next episode, next week, I talk with Sarah about some of my nutrition, um, resolutions and goals for this year. Um, and like I said, they're not big, huge goals, but they're like, like you said, leveling up They're me wanting to take things to the next level. Um, so I'm not going to get into all that here, but I do talk a lot about that nutrition stuff. and, And we talk about ways to implement nutrition goals in the next episode. So 
just yeah. wanted to, cool. that was a that'll good time be, to throw that in yeah yeah that'll be great because it's it's so important the core of it all on oh, yeah so anyway just dig into your why people absolutely get clear on what it is that's gonna make you feel and and on the, the body note too, I always share this in the yoga trainings when we talk about breathing and like breathing into the belly and just how, how many of us, like even folks right now, we've talked about the breath before, but it's like, how are you breathing? A lot of times right, right now, if people check it, their shoulders might rise a little bit. They're breathing more in their chest. And we talk about, you know, why is that? And a lot of times it's because we've just grown up, especially females. It's like, you've got to have that skinny waistline. And if you're breathing into your belly and pushing your belly out, then that's definitely the opposite but you look at other cultures and, you know, women got their bellies out and all the stuff. So it's just like some very interesting thing to just consider when you start to think about what you think, you know, a fit body is or healthy, but like, are you even breathing? Like in that image of like perfect health, like, are you able to like, let your lungs fully breathe and take in that sweet oxygen that you need to survive? It's just, it's just interesting. I'll say. What other goals do people make? Like finances? I always have a finance goal. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we started implementing that a few weeks ago uh, or a few months ago. Um, yeah, I think that's important too. And I'm, I'm glad you sh- shifted gears there, but it's, there are reasons to like then do financial goal setting, because I think that's also something that creeps up on people and, you know, it's, it is part of life. And Not even fun. my my yoga mentors that I've had through the years, I mean, even something like as woo woo as yoga, it's like, no, you need some strategy around your finances and your business goals. And so I think that's a great one for people to consider. You know what, something I heard a while back, like maybe a couple of years back and it has stuck with me since. And it was um, just talking about like woo woo, like uh, stuff with around finances um, was, you know, if like one of your goals and it should be right, should be everybody's to have more money, right. Have a better grip on your finances. Not a bad thing. It's, it's okay to want more money. Um, and the thing that I read was to respect money when you are around it. So like, I am a very, very tidy person. I do not, everything has a place and everything's in it. And, um, change drives me nuts. And I, have got, there have been times where I vacuum it up in the car or I just like throw out change like pennies and whatnot. And after I read that a few years ago, it was like, you have to respect money. If you're going to like literally get rid of money in like the trash can, how do you expect it to come (laughs) back to you? Like you have to respect it and even the pennies and everything. And so, so like a few years back, I read that and I was like, oh my God, I'm so guilty of that. So I like, have like pet like you know change jars around and like we don't use very much cash but when we do you know like you get change so I've definitely tried to respect money a lot more <laughs> since then <laughs> I can't believe you was vacuumed it I'm like opposite where I've always been you know I can't believe that people do that I know people do that it's like you're sucking up like how much, or you think of like, or I think of the gift card. I feel like every year at some point they mention how much loose change is left on gift cards. It's like millions of dollars that people yeah. don't use. And these companies just end up getting like the companies don't need the money people, but like go use every dime on that gift card. But it's just wild. Like people's relationship with money. That's a whole other thing, but, <laughs> but starting with that, it's such a great first step. I've done so much money work and just yeah. On all different levels and energetically speaking and looking into like what you grew up around. Was it like more of a scarcity mindset around money or is, was it, you know, where is it coming from? But just to respect it is so and important. It's so, you know, nobody likes to talk about it nobody likes to make it a focus, at least outside of, you know, 
their spouse or partner or whatever, or, you know, whatever it might be, but it's not a bad thing. It's okay to put it on your list and to work towards it and make a plan. You know, I mean, Mm-hmm. When other countries, I mean, I'm, I'm totally born and raised in Missouri, <laughs> proud to be an American. And though I've definitely been fortunate to have mentors from other countries and, and it's not like this everywhere. Like there's something still that's been ingrained in us that it's weird to talk about money and that it's just, you don't ask someone about how much they make and, and sure I get the privacy, but then if you kind of think about it, it's like, but what's the big deal? Why have we made it so so private like that. Um, it's kind of, I don't know. No, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. That's a good, a good other topic for people in wealth creation. And I don't know, like I saw a, a thing with Jeff Bezos or whatever the Amazon guy is. And just looking at him as I like place an Amazon order, I'm like, I'm making this guy richer every time I order on Amazon and we all oh, do right. it. And it's just yeah, like he's this making my life easier though. It's I just true. really got an Amazon delivery just now at the door <laughs> and you can't beat it and you can get great products and they have great local organic, like, you know, whatever you can find all that on Amazon, but it, I'm also looking at where I'm putting my money. So, you know, maybe for some people, it's not just like looking at creating the money you want or, or saving the money you want. But I think it's also a really easy place to start is like looking at where your dollars are going and are you making the rich richer? Cause what he's like the richest man in the world or one of the top billionaires on the planet. And it's all of these little steps that we take around that stuff. It just contributes to that. And that's just such a whole big matrix of stuff. But, um, I know for me, that's a little bit more, I definitely am doing some like wealth planning and also looking at, can I just support local? I mean, the other day though, I was like trying to be local, but I still went to Staples. I was trying to find these pens. <laughs> I was like, well, Staples is still a corporation. So some things, you know, you're not going to get local, but you know, it's looking at when you can and, or do you really need the thing tomorrow off Amazon? Some days, sure you do, but other days like, well, maybe you can like books like Amazon start as a bookstore, but there's a lot of great independent bookstores out there that I try to support if I can. So it's also, you know, that's also a way to look at money. And I feel like that's like the perfect wrap up to the whole resolution new year's thing is that it's not going to be perfect whatever it is that you are working on whether this is your 10th year doing it or your first year doing it it is it's just not going to be a perfect journey it's not linear um and that's okay it doesn't mean you need to quit if your goal was to shop local and then you went to staples like you don't need to be mad about that. That's <laughs> and you know, like you continue on and, and next time you, you try and make the right choice. So I think that's like the perfect lead into like our final tips, I suppose. So, yeah, I yeah, know that's so true. And I always like to think of things on a spectrum and until you swing both ways, you don't really know where that middle place is, which is balance or whatever people like to use to describe that, whatever word balance, harmony, but sometimes you've got to, you know, just overspend. Sometimes you've got to underspend. And once you test the waters and you strike, sometimes you got to overeat, undereat, you know, go crazy with the dairy and then cut it out. And then gradually you'll find that middle. So I think with any goal, any resolution, it's like being okay. If you fall off the, you know, wagon or whatever, and like, just treat that as, okay, well, I swung to one end of the spectrum. So now let me like jump back on and maybe you'll swing the other way, but somehow you're going to find your middle which I think is kind of that sweet space. And give yourself some credit and um, confidence in yourself. You know, I mean, I don't think people have enough 
belief in themselves that, you know, like I said, if this is your 10th year with something on your list, girl, take it seriously, you know, like figure it out. Why do you want it? How are you going to do it? Who can support you? What do you need to invest into it? You know, I mean, um, have a little faith in yourself and give yourself a real shot because nobody else can do these things for you. So, I mean, gotta, gotta try. Yeah. Yeah. Find the support or cut it and just face the fact that it's not what you want anymore. What do you want? Yeah. And then let go from it. It's okay too, you know? Yeah. It's okay to not know what you want. It's okay if you don't have a resolution. It's okay if you spend this whole year being like, I never came up with a word. Yeah. That's all right. All right. And it's okay. Exactly. Like you said in the very beginning, if you don't come to it until April or May or December, whatever, who cares what the new year is? Some people celebrate the new year on their birthday. So whatever it is to you, you know? Um, Yeah. Okay. I think I did a pretty good job of letting you take the lead on that episode. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Hopefully I didn't take over too hard. This is why I have you. I love you and I love your brain. Um, But um, I am still going to be the one wrapping things up. And I am still trying to keep an eye on the time, even though I'm trying to. Another resolution with the podcast is to let it let the time be a little bit more and not stress too much on the time. Um, so I hope if you, I hope you're still listening and if you're not, that's okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so happy new year to all of you guys out there. And, um, we believe in you and, you know, as always like follow Becca, follow me, reach out to us at any time, give us a review, some stars, whatnot. Um, feedback is appreciated. Uh, yeah, Becca, anything, anything no. final? No, not at all, but definitely here for you if any of what I said specifically struck a chord. You know, I'm I'm just a click away, so feel free to reach out and begin again. Just remember that motto, begin again, begin again. Just have to begin. You have mm-hmm. to start. Whatever it is, you have to start whenever that is. But it's true too. Okay, Becca, thank you for being here. Thank you for your time. I love you so much. And I can't wait to have you on again in February. Mm -hmm. I love you too. Thank you. Bye. Bye.